Hello and good morning. Hello. Good afternoon. And good night. <laughs> Whenever you're listening to this. This is 24 News. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. This is Sinister Sunrise. I'm Morgan. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. And uh, as far as I'm aware, we're doing a group topic today, I think, right? Yes. Sarah, I think you had some pull in the direction of the topic today. I don't know. <laughs> is that a pun? <laughs> No. Oh. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so last time we were recording, Morgan was starting to talk about her astral projection journey, and I got very excited and thought, oh, this will be a great group topic. Yeah, I was fully thinking it was lucid dreaming that you were talking about. I didn't think you explained what it was, and I still was like, yeah, 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 lucid dreaming. Got it. How cool. Yeah. No, so um, we were talking about astral projection. Projection today. Yes. Yeah. Um, before we get too into it, do you have any announcements, any updates? I'm a duck mother. Yeah. Yeah. We got Mother Goose in the house. The mother mm-hmm. of ducks. Um, oh, mother Goose, that's cute. <laughs> 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 yes, me and Wes are, you know, slowly starting the compound life, living on, living on a farm, even though we're not on a farm at all, just in... A neighborhood that has a large backyard that allows ducks. It's gonna... a lovely size backyard. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not going to triangulate my location, but we live in a place where I can have ducks freely. So that's what we're doing. Yes. Uh, they're just itty bitty babies. Today is the... They are seven days old. Aww. One week. One week. One week old. I thought they were like hatched and then like kept for like a week and then sent out no no hatch dried off in a box to my house that's so, crazy it's been an uh, emotional roller coaster to say the least yeah mm-hmm. uh through receiving them tragically losing one to we don't know you know newborn shit that can happen mm-hmm. uh and then being excited again for them to the three that we have currently to Keep on trucking along. They seem pretty healthy. Uh, we have, I don't want to say replacement, but we have a new shipment coming next week with our final two. So hopefully everyone is healthy when they arrive. But yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm a mom again, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, cool. We will post pictures of the ducks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. You yes. can put like, ooh, can we put like little like like Sherlock Holmes hats on them? <gasps> yes. Okay. Yes, we can. We will. Cool, Done. cool, cool, cool. Okay. Aaron got a fucking haircut and it looks cute as hell. It does. Thank it you. looks wonderful. Thank you. Your hair looks lively and yes. silky. <laughs> it's happy. Now my mom can't call me skinky anymore. <laughs> That's what she said about oh. my other hair. <laughs> <laughs> my other hair Granted, I didn't really do anything with it. So. Oh my god! But moms always cut the deepest. <laughs> always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Wow. Well, I would say you're the furthest thing from a little skinky, but that's fine. <laughs> all good it's all good in the hood um oh other announcement we're sorry again for the for the technical difficulties we've been facing this last five-ish weeks life is hard guys our editor-in-chief is starting a new job aka my hubby so congrats to him Mm -hmm. um but it's hard the weather's changing we just want to be outside more i feel like the podcast is our nice when it's comfy cozy and we can do everything from home but now it's like Damn, we got to record and I want to spend time outside and we can't record outside because the birds are too loud. So we're sorry for the pushback on some episodes, but the most recent one is out. We're going to do our best to not have that happen again. Here, here. 
<laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to our with our coffee. Yes. Oh, that is much needed on this sinister day. Yes, uh, yes. Very sinister Sunday. <laughs> yes. Um my newest update is I have been way too deep in actual projection reading. <laughs> so, okay. Immediately after I realized it wasn't lucid dreaming, I was super mad at myself. Like, <laughs> maybe there actually isn't enough for this. Um, and so I started reading and then one thing led to another. It's pretty cool. Okay. It's pretty cool. So I'm happy twist. It's going to be a good episode. Okay. Listeners, um, I think we'll post a picture, but we have some mood lighting going on in our studio yeah, today. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We got some candles, all the good stuff. We'll go through that <laughs> later, but just know we're in a real groovy vibe. Yes, which is perfect for my hungover state. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I did yes. actually think that as well. I was like, the soft lighting may be a lot better for her oh, today. No. This is fantastic. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie, Sarah, The for listeners at home, I think we've talked about it in the past, but we have, oh, we have these like plexiglass um dividers between us to like help with sound Mm -hmm. and the way i am sitting there are windows behind me and sarah i can only see the outline of your head and because there's just like light coming through if i put my hand here i can see your face (laughs) um but that's why i have my sunnies on too because it's there's just like a bright spot but i'm vibing right now you look really cool i thought you were wearing the glasses because they looked cool oh no i'm my eyes are very blue and very sensitive Hmm. so yep um Okay, so what do you guys think actual projection is? Morgan, I know you've been trying it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aaron, I guess, yeah. What do you think it is and what is it? Um, I think I also thought it was more of like a lucid dreaming. Like you can, because lucid dreaming, you can kind of make your dreams and like you can. Oh, mm-hmm. I definitely thought it was. Like a choose your own adventure type yes. deal. But I, then yeah. <laughs> astral projection is actually having more of an out of body experience, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. That's just what, I don't really know the whole ins and outs of it, but that's what i you know what i've heard or heard about so that's pretty close yeah Yeah. i mean that's actually it that's a lot better way of saying it than the like textbook way i found so thank you okay no i i will say when i first i thought it was the same thing i thought it was like an interchangeable word yes so agreeing with aaron now that it's it's like stepping out of your body and it's present world around you Mm -hmm. i think we're gonna dive deep into maybe some other interpretations of it with sarah but maybe yes we'll get there we'll get there because to me like to me lucid dreaming i'm like okay that kind of makes sense astral projection not so much but maybe i can be convinced so you think lucid dreaming is more of a possibility yes it's possible yes and 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 (laughs) just almost said acid dreaming (laughs) Acid trip projection. Oh Mm -hmm. my god. Astral projection is more of like hoopla. Yes. Yeah. Okay, actually, I'm... Yes. When you say hoopla, do you mean people are not being honest when they say they're doing it? No, it's for the birds. Right? Because there are people out there like, I've done it. I can practice it. I find it great. I'm not trying to make this like a political, like, you're saying. I just want to make sure... um, I guess, what do you think people are experiencing when they say they're having out-of-body experiences? You think it's a dream? Yeah, I lean towards it being more of a very vivid dream, but I would think if they're having an out-of-body experience, they're able to go to, like, a different place or somewhere. Maybe they're able to, like, see their physical form, their physical body, but then they can go out and do 
whatever the heck they want to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, Sarah, if you're looking at me, you're going to have to say something because I literally cannot see your face. Okay. Okay. So if you need it, if you sick Morgan, <laughs> I'll just. I know you and I usually make a lot of eye contact. I know. So <laughs> I'm struggling over here. <laughs> okay. So it can, I think some of the doubts you have are what I also have. But we're going to get into it. Okay. Um, it can also be called astral travel. Or, more recently, scientists have started giving it a more fancy name of exomatic. E-C-somatic. Never. Hmm. Wow. Good Because I guess know. it's Latin, ek is for left or out of, and then somatic is body. Or soma is body. So, uh, out of body. Okay. Um, regardless of what you call it, the point of astral travel is to mindfully and purposely set uh, separate the two parts of you. So, we have our physical body. And that would be the beautiful meat suits that we do daily care on. And our astral bodies, and this is like the body of light um, or whatever you want to call the consciousness that lives inside and kind of controls ourselves. Like the the flicker of what's making us bleh. Okay. Making us who we are. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad you got that from the, this signal you got. I saw the hands. I saw loud the hands. and clear. Loud and clear. <laughs> so, so far, is that what you were expecting? Yeah, 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 I would say so. Mm, Yes, astral travel is when your spirit moves through space while your physical body chills on a living room floor. Um, So that brings us to where. Where do these astral bodies go? The beach, the mountains. Um, They go to the astral plane. It can also be called the astral realm or the astral world. Which, is that where Travis Scott got astral world? (laughs) I mean... Did I miss that reference completely? Because that kind of makes... I don't know. It could be. Listeners, if you know. I don't follow that boy, but could be. Mm -hmm. Um, Admittedly, this is where it gets a little like wooey to me, where it's like, okay, now we're making up a- Did you say wooey? Yeah. I was like, did you say movie or wooey? I like wooey much better. Wooey. Because I actually do agree with you on the dreams thing. Like, it makes sense. Like, your consciousness is kind of projecting pictures. Astral travel is actually saying somehow you can leave your body. That makes no sense to me, because we are- in here we're yes. one and this astral plane is hmm also interesting to me okay so it's essentially a shadow world that mimics our own but has subtle differences and seems to change slightly based on who is perceiving it it is a place with no time and no end some people say they are able to go into the past or even into other galaxies the astral plane can contain vibrations mandela images and bright lights that ain't working. I think it's a real good eye test. I'm only seeing out of one eye because this thing blocks the other bit. <laughs> the astral plane can also contain vibrations, Mandela images, and bright lights. It's been debated and confused by many of the great minds throughout history. So like Plato, Taoists, Dante, all of them. You would think a shadow realm wouldn't come up very often, <laughs> but this is the place where our souls go when we are no longer conscious. So it tends to come up quite a bit throughout history. And it's just another puzzle that humans can't solve. And it also is very closely tied to religion. I was going to say, it sounds like you try, like we're trying to talk about some purgatory shit. Yes. All right. Because think about what religion is. It's explaining, it is kind of like what happens after death, like why we're here. Yeah. That's why me and Catholicism don't, you know, we don't drive no more. Y'all just ain't saying. driving. I, I respect it. I grew up Catholic, but we don't, we don't drive anymore. Yeah. Um, 
But we are going to talk about some history and some religion. So, okay. Um, being the nerd I am, I think to find the answer of astral projection, we need to look both backward and inward. Oh, ooh. Yeah. yes. Because everything I was finding was really about like how to astral project, mm-hmm. optimum things for astral projection. I wanted to know, like, how did we get this idea? Because is this, like, brand new? Because if so, I'm going to have a hard time believing it. Yeah. I need to fair. see, like, some historical, like, where are we coming from with you this? You need to know the 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 why the conspiracy the conspiracy theory is where we are today. Yes. And it's, okay, I'm saying conspiracy theory, aka, like, speaking in general terms. This is not a conspiracy theory, in my opinion. Yeah. I think it's real, but that's just me. I don't think it's, well, we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll we'll chit-chat. <laughs> okay, so let's talk some astral history. Okay. The idea that other planes of existence that we can't see has been around for pretty much ever. It dates back to the oldest religions that we know of, which, any guesses on what that religion is, the oldest one? Uh, Judaism? Okay. Buddhism? Um, that's kind of a trick question. It was shamanism. Oh, but cool. the oldest religion that we like still... We'll get into it. Would be Hinduism. It's probably the closest. I was going to say that as my second guess. That's what I was thinking too. Oh, we're so smart. <laughs> you guys are smart. Um, so shamanism dates back to six thousand BC, so eight thousand years ago. There is no one type of shaman religion because, from what I understand, to be a shamanistic religion, you have to have someone in an indigenous group that specializes in putting themselves into a trance-like state. And that state would allow the shaman to journey into an upper or lower world, Mm -hmm. encountering demons and other spirits, all for the purpose of gaining wisdom and aiding their tribes people. Because, correct me, there's like, their number levels, right? Yes. Hinduism? Yeah. Okay. Um, Yes, that's what shamanism is. So it's kind of a broad category, which is probably why it's the oldest. But it is some form of, you have a spiritual leader who is saying this plane is not the only one in existence. And I'm going to go into it and help you. Oh, man. All right. I would trust that man with everything. Like, oh. I w- try, try me. What's, what's the worst that could happen? I get stuck there? Well, if, if it's not real, I can't get stuck there. <laughs> different, <laughs> different types of spiritual leaders can be considered shamans, and they are seen throughout history all over the globe and on almost every continent. Historians, from what they found, have a pretty good guess that shamanism started in Russia and then spread as people, I said Russia, and then spread as people slowly migrated south to Asia and over the Bering Strait to America. This is where I do nerd out because you can see it like a like a virus spread. It's not a virus. It's a, but like you've ever seen like those maps where like a virus hits and then it just spreads? Yes. yes. Well, like you can see wherever the people went, their religion also went with them, which makes sense. Yeah. But then you also start to see the religion changing as they... Get yeah. spread out, yeah. Yes. Because this has happened over like thousands of years. Mm-hmm. No, it's I. I get you. Like a sped up map of that would be very cool to see. Thank yeah. you. Yes, yeah. I can imagine in my head. And it's like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like a string of lights just going one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm, the candles are helping the string of lights. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was picturing like in a TV show or movie, like when places are about to be like bombed. You know, like <laughs> like the president hit the red button and now everything's going to be bombed. Like yeah. That's just what I imagine. Okay. A little more aggressive. Okay. Yes. Um, but it is cool because then you're like seeing the root of like this religion. You can trace it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put it in reverse and you see it shrink back down. Yeah. And you can kind of start to figure out the original ideas too, which yeah. cool, so cool. It is. I like that's true. Like, oh, this branch 
took 12% of the shamanism, you can like truly see how, where it came from Mm -hmm. and why. And maybe it was like for that specific area. Oh, their next door neighbor only took 2% of shamanism, but there's still, you can still find the roots of it. I get you, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Weirdly, though, no matter the differences, one of the core tenets that can usually be found is that the person who is the shaman is believed to be able to leave their body and go to other planes of existence. So this is basically the most long-winded way to say, shit ain't new. We've been thinking about this for 8,000 years. (laughs) It ain't new, but it is mysterious. That's cool, though. We found the roots. Roots. Um, it's still around as well. You can still be trained as a shaman. What? Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. Challenge accepted. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds pretty fucking cool. Shaman Morgan. Or do you just get like a cool, totally different name? I don't know. Oh, well, now I got to read a shaman. What have you done? What have you done? Sorry. Andrew is, <laughs> I love you. This has been our pillow talk for like two weeks. As you heard at brunch this morning, he's like, oh, God, someone help her get an answer. (laughs) She's ready to dump all of this information on you, us and you listeners. And and then we're moving on. (laughs) Uh, You're welcome. So shamans could get their abilities from their parents. They could train for it, as you can do today, or be born with the talent. Oh, shit. Here's the thing. It is not enough to just heighten your consciousness to reach this other world. That is just the beginning. Mm. Once you reach what a shaman would call the, quote, middle world, or the world that is almost identical to ours and based on our traveler's memories, well, based on whoever's traveling that person's memories, Mm. Um, once you get there, you then have to know how to interpret the totems, symbols, and archetypes that help you on your journey. Essentially, if I want to have a 10-generation family in The Sims, I can't do anything until I have a computer to play that game on. Oh, gotcha. Yes. So getting, like, they just plug the computer in. That's their astral projection. Okay. Or that's what we would call it. Um, oh, no, Sarah, what have you done? Other old religions discuss this as well. Hinduism, Jewish faiths, Buddhism, the list goes on. What I like about shamanism, though, is that it's the first and admittedly the easiest to understand. Um, Jewish Kabbalists... Kabbalists have a super detailed account of other planes of the world, but it looks like this. Oh, listeners, we will have a photo of this. Oh. Okay, so. Oh, jeez. While oh it my is. God. We will have a picture. And what <laughs> I'm going to say is um, I admire the work that was done and that went into this. But realistically, I am the drama, and I do not think I can make that make sense to people or, like, do it justice in one episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Can I... So this so this is... So to me... So this is... This is... You're saying this is the, the levels that of shamanism that you have to kind of obtain to go to the next and... Um, this is how a very old um, sect of the Jewish religion called the Kabbal. Kabbalists, uh-huh. Kabbalah. I'm not... I'm not doing good church roles on this, but a very old sect of um, Judaism. Thank you, Sarah. Hey, I just talked to myself. Great. <laughs> Wes, cut this And you out. hit yourself in the forehead. Wes, cut this out. Just don't cut. All you need to say is just say a very old sect of Judaism and start with that. Don't Thank you, because I was talking myself in a circle. Okay. So yes, they are a very old sect of Judaism. Okay. 
And they basically, it's different than shamanism and the fact that shamanism, basically, you're going to one plane, there's things you have to do, and there's two levels. Uh-huh. What this mm-hmm. is doing is saying there's more than two levels. Within certain levels, you can have these variants. It's explaining kind of how our universe and like how we to me where we survive yeah to me listeners again this will be on instagram and facebook do not look it up while you're driving um it's kind of like dna and like all the little like the strands like the strand of dna how it would look and all of the i don't know the right word i but i wanted to be a biologist and i this is sad that i don't remember but like the little bars across the dna it's like connecting it to the next side. Well, it's almost like there's, it's like that's the base and then there's like seven other levels just next to it, just beep, 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 mm-hmm. jutting out. Mm-hmm. That's intense, bro. I bet it's fascinating and I do want to learn about it. But again, um, I don't think and today I will do justice to some it. Some of them are highlighted. Oh, wait, what? So, yeah, that's... Oh, my God. For oh, God, the other picture has little words in there. Oh, my God. Oh. For simplicity's sake, we're going to say multiple religions, long time, lots of people have thought there are different worlds stacked on top of our our worlds that we do not see she um but shamanism makes the same point and it's way more easy for me and my little lady brain to understand so <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I know. um so that's why we're going to talk about them mainly and have been if we can go back to shamanism for one second i do want to talk about a medicine man's journey okay so, after the shaman has entered the Middle Earth, or the first astral plane... Middle Earth? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that's the Lord of the Rings. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, one of the things a shaman will be looking for, once they realize they've reached this plane, is a spirit guide. And this will often come in the form of an animal, and it will approach them soon after the astral travel begins. Oh. I knew if I um, did this... We are definitely astral projecting today. Oh, my God. You've got an animal waiting for you up there. Shut the fuck up. I'm so pumped. Gotta go. I gotta go. Once in this plane, you may also run into a teacher or some kind of totem that is known only to the shaman and his peoples. Ew. So since the teacher is like an archetype, basically, so people who have astral projected in like the last 50 years, something they say is the totem teacher they see is... Um, like sometimes Yoda will actually be there because at this stage you are still in your own mind. You haven't left. You're trying to like get these extra steps to figure out how to get your brain to do the next step. Yeah. So your body is almost giving you this dream to help you find Mm -hmm. the way out, which I think is cool. And it's, I guess, whatever your conscience is like imagining and creating. So that could make sense why it's Yoda. Yes. Um, some say it's like Gandalf, like, yeah. Hmm. Someone who's wise. Well, yeah, because you're not really picking them. It's just someone your brain has associated with this archetype of being Mm -hmm. wise. Um, Okay, so once you find your totem, find your teachers, whoever's going to be there, um, they will then help you find the portal to open up to the upper and lower worlds, like a magical slide. The, lo- the lower world is supposed to be full of a lot of natural beauty and is like a, a jungle landscape or the Arctic. I think that also depends on where the person lives. So that probably would explain the differences. Um, the upper world is full of ethereal light and clouds. When here, the shaman can normally fly as well. And to me, this is crazy because this model plays out in an old form of Hinduism as well. Someone learning the Zhongjin way of Hinduism 
is trying to build up their mental and spiritual abilities in order to become a rainbow being. This is someone who is completely made of light. Oh, a rainbow being? Yes. So keep that in mind. We have two um, old forms of religion and like <coughs> philosophies thinking you are trying to look in, look inward, get your consciousness to a point where you are just, you're full of light. Okay. And then you have the rainbow being. A lot of people who actually project now talk about different vibrational feelings and then sometimes they get this light that sort of gently pulls them up and it feels like just warmth and belonging. So that experience is still echoed today. And keep in mind, this is not common knowledge. And I don't think anyone is trying to be cool by like lying and like being so into 8,000 year old obscure references. (laughs) Yeah. Also, I scoured Reddit. I didn't hear from the people. And this sounds like it's still happening. Okay. Hell yeah. So if we're doing point counterpoint, I'm already leaning towards it being real. Does any of this history peak anything in you guys to change an opinion? I mean, a little bit. It's good to know that there is like a point where, okay, this has been around for a while. People have been doing it for a while. Um, so yeah, I like the history because that's what I was confused about too. Like when did this start? When yes. did this happen? So that's crazy. That's been going on for this long. Yeah. It's been around for a while. I agree. I think it's cool. Did you, and this may be like an, too early of a question, but you're mentioning the specifics with astral projection is almost like it's a different time, right? That's where they're going. A different timeline or a different world. Have they talked about like, did they say anything about like alternate universes? Like different timelines for you personally? Like a multiverse. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I didn't see anything about a multiverse. I didn't think about it. But they can. Well, because I don't know if you're actually changing things or if you're basically just seeing like um, a projection of all time at once and you get to choose what you see. So like maybe you can't change, but you can kind of like be an invisible entity there and see it. Yeah. That would make more sense after I read all this. Actually. No, my examples I give, I think we'll have a good discussion. Okay. Well, this is perfect timing. So um, before we go into all the present day practitioners and everything else, Morgan, do you want to kind of tell us about what you've been doing and how it's working? Sure. So I've, I've like always had an interest in astral projection. And again, same as Aaron, I think I kind of thought lucid dreaming and astral projection were interchangeable. Um, I really got interested in it like when I was having trouble sleeping and I was like, well, I'll just try this. And I will say the person I listened to, I just pulled it up and I already forgot. Jesus Christ. I'll have the link to my, the video that the video that I've liked the most of hers, um, Rosalie yoga. Okay. So she has a guided astral projection YouTube video. You don't have to watch it. You just listen. Um, but it does get you into a very, like, I, I've i done yoga, and I don't, it doesn't relax me. Like, even the stuff at the very end, I'm like, okay, I'm laying here, holy shit. No, this was different. Like, I don't, and I don't know if it's the words she was using or what, but I very much was way more relaxed than I ever have been um, doing, like, meditative stuff. Okay. Um, but this is where I think maybe it's like a, a question, like, I'll share my experience, and I'll kind of throw it back at you guys. Yeah. 
I think it's, and I've read, and I read this as well, but a lot of people who are trying to do astral projection get frustrated because they fall asleep. Yes. That is a huge thing that was talked about. Yeah. So I totally get that because it's happened to me. I'm like, I want to do this. I want to do this. And I'm like, out like a light. Mm -hmm. I've haven't practiced it a lot during the daytime because it's almost like I want it to be so relaxing that I could fall asleep and like, yeah, dual purpose. It, yeah. Dual like purpose. I don't have a lot of free time in the sunlight hours to, mm. to do that. Cause if I, well, one, if I fall asleep, like, okay, there goes my afternoon <laughs> and two, like, Ooh, it's a little nerve wracking. Right. So I've tried it a couple times time or a, a lot. I listened to the video a lot. Um, and I fall asleep a lot to it. However, a couple of times I've had experiences where it definitely felt I never saw myself. Okay. I was like outside my house. And I and I kind of always thought that if you actually projected, like you were like high in the sky, like bird's eye view. Okay. And it wasn't. I was like, I could, it was like I was looking out my own eyeballs, kind of like mm-hmm. a video game. And, but I was outside and I couldn't really do anything. I was just there. Okay. And I was like, okay, I can't tell if I'm asleep. And then I would wake up later and fully remember the experience. And it did not feel like a dream. Okay. That's the, and I think like, and I don't, I, and maybe that sounds stupid to someone who hasn't tried or just stupid in general, but like, it just felt different. And the best way I can describe it is the way that Rosalie Yoga says it. She says, um, mind awake, body asleep. Yes. And like, that is like her tagline. And I think that's like a very common thing that they say, um, for like astral projection in and of itself. What's well, a cool way to say it. I've yeah. not heard it said that way, but yes, yeah, that is like right it's, on. it's, it's bang on the money. So, and I realized, damn, I think I am astral projecting because I was still waking up t- like my body felt rested, but my, and like, but I, but it felt like my mind had been awake for a very long time. Oh. Like not slap happy, not anything, but like I was just waking, I was honestly waking up feeling better. Like alert. Yeah, like alert and not groggy. Okay. So that's one thing that I've kind of found benefits of it. The big huge example and why I asked you the question earlier about different timelines is two, twofold. One, I've listened to several other podcasts and they say like, yeah, it feels like you're in a different time, like time zone or like it's just like it's weird it's this weird feeling like you feel like you're in a different timeline like nothing feels out of place but it also does because it's mm-hmm. just like oh this isn't my current life mm-hmm. but it feels real hmm. but you know you're not in your body like it's a, it's a weird thing like it's hard to explain but my most drastic experience was i had a full-fledged experience And this is where it's like, was I lucid dreaming or was I actual projecting? And I think this is like the fine line and maybe I'll never know. But I had a full-fledged experience, because I don't know what else to call it, where I was living my life, but I was with my ex. Oh. Like, I was given the information of how we got to where we are. And I was, we were married, like we had a life. And it wasn't like, my ex took Wes's spot. It was a different life. Like never met Wes. Yeah. Wow. But like, it was super weird because I was like my, in the experience, 
I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, but my mind was like, something's not right. Like, you know, this isn't real. And then like, when I started to like, again, I don't want to use the wrong words, but like, wake up, mm-hmm. come to, I don't know. It, it was like, I was realizing, it was almost like Dorothy, like waking up from the Wizard of Oz. Like I was like, oh yeah, like, where's, I was like, where's Wes? Like, this isn't right. And then, it, uh-huh. but like, and then it was like, but is this, is this what my life is like supposed to? Like, it was the weirdest, like, <laughs> very, very weird experience. But yeah. like, my life was just chugging along, doing its thing. It literally was like, let's take Astral Projection Morgan, put her in this alternate universe of her own, of what could have been her own life in modern time and let go. I'm gonna do a quick Google search. It was because that sounds like it should be. It was very weird. And it again did not feel like a dream. Did not feel like a dream. That's wild. And like, and I don't know if it's because normally my dreams are really weird, mm-hmm. like so out there. Like, yeah. Like, what the fuck is this girl doing? <laughs> and these experiences that I've been having, what how no matter how short or how long, feel normal. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like the comfort or if it's like my brain doing what it's supposed to do when you astral project. Mm. Reddit user, thank you, nine days ago. Okay. Um, throughout most metaphysics, it's been wide, well, and ages, it's been widely accepted that astral projection isn't a lens into another universe, but a trip into a higher dimensional plane of the same universe that we currently occupy. Wait. Oh, so you don't get a peek into another plane. Rather, you move your consciousness and awareness. Hold on. No, I get So it's it's arguing against that it, my experience was actual projection. And I, um, but no, I, I'm thinking it's both. No, I think it argues for. I must have read something in the middle of this. Basically, it sounds like um, time isn't working the same. So there, if you were going to see a multi, like a, a multiverse, that would be the place that you would see it. Because if you're thinking about what it is, it's like um, a lot of people's collective unconscious together. So that's how they're going to remember something or, yeah, yeah, I think it's possible. And I feel like with lucid dreaming, I've heard pros and cons, right? I've heard you don't have as much control. Like it's, but then you like learn how to have the control. I can fucking guarantee you that if I could choose my dream, it's not that I'm with my fucking ex. Let me tell you. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I just, I don't think, I think it was like a, it really did feel like, Pluck up Morgan and drop her somewhere else. It was just so weird. So, and I also have not been dreaming, even before I really started trying to astral project. Mm -hmm. I had not been dreaming a lot. And this just, again, I don't know if this stirred it all up. I think it's, I like to play devil's advocate with both. I think it could be both, neither one or the other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I just, it's a, it was a very weird thing and not like a normal dream. And that's. But it was just a weird, I mean, it was, it was pretty vivid. Let me tell you. Yeah. Okay. And I had not like, like, I was, I was, we'd be chilling, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. it was weird. That's really weird. But then, because it's me, their name and they have been popping up everywhere now. Like, and again, I don't know if it's because I had this experience or what. They're just everywhere. Like, I see their name everywhere social media they popped up a lot i'm like okay what like stop weird i get out of here 
That's okay. Interesting. It's addition. very weird. And like, and it's not even me being like, oh, serendipity. Like it's all just, you know, no, like, I'm, ew, I don't want to see that. Like, yeah. It's not like I'm like, ooh, ooh, wonder. No. I yeah. Care. Bye. But it's just weird. It is just strange. Like how is that all connected? Mm-hmm. Because the odds of it have to be pretty slim. Yeah. Unless maybe he, them, they, um, whoever it is, I don't know who it was. Uh-huh. They, what if they looked you up? And then somehow, like, that kind of energy got to you. Dude. And then you had totally this. Totally possible. Yeah. Yeah. Totally possible. Still, something is connected. Yeah. Tweet, tweet. It was a weird fucking time. Yeah. So, again, don't know if it's. I don't know what my brain's been doing, but I will say I've never done. I've never, like, gone and had it like a live person try to talk me through it it's always been like a video mm-hmm. and at night so could have a very different experience with opposite yes 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 we shall see <laughs> it should help with the sleep thing i know a lot of reading i did was um you have to make yourself stay awake yeah you're gonna want to fall asleep because you're in that nice little stage between mm-hmm. like sleep and awake okay. plus bitch i was on my bed i'm like pancaked out mm. that's why we're gonna be sitting up as yes. well yes 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 i'm excited um so people still, like Morgan, very, and well, soon to be us, um, very much try and experience astral projection. Something I found interesting in researching this was the difference of Eastern and Western cultures on topics like astral projection. So this would be very, very simple. But Westerners, we want to create perfection outside of ourselves. Like we want, yes, this environment to be perfect. Like we make machines and inventions. Um yeah, to keep making, like, the world around us. Whereas, like, an Eastern culture more is looking inward. Like, mm. how can we make ourselves, like, how can we get our highest self to where it should be and be mm-hmm. these rainbow beings? Yeah, hell yeah. So both of them are making, you know, beauty, and it's going to satisfy you in the same type of way, just a different way to look at it, which yeah. I thought was cool. And that also might be why we see more astral projection from Eastern religions. Self-reflection is a bigger thing. Yes. So currently, there are scientists and (laughs) neurologists and psychologists working on a machine that can induce out-of-body experiences and on occasion, astral projection using only lights and sounds. Let's go, brother. Yes. Here is the other crazy thing. It works. Um, The author of the book, The Out-of-Body Experience, The History and Science of Astral Projection, demoed it and it freaked him out. He talked about a vibration in his eyes that he could feel himself separating from his body. Oh. Um, yeah, because basically he was like, I wanted to do the science on it, like disprove it. Like he's an open thinker, but also like. I love that. Yes. You got to go in trying to disprove shit. Love that. He talks about the full experience. Maybe you can do like a mini sewed later and I'll read it, but it's wild. Mm. He did not like it. He's like, I, I believe it now. I don't want to do that again. It was not comfortable. Holy shit. Um. The inventors took this machine to, to Tibet, where a group of monks who practice a deep form of meditation called dream yoga lived, mm-hmm. which sounds like what your thing is. Yeah, I looked it up. So that's that's kind of her thing is <laughs> she says it really weird. So I'm just, I don't know why you'll hear if you ever listen to her, you'll hear it. She says yoga ninja. And it means like yoga for sleep meditation. So and again, maybe it's because she has that vibe of wanting to go to sleep but she has very it's a very clearly titled like astral projection video 
Um, but she's very into the yoga nindra and all that stuff. So lots of different, I feel like there's lots of different terms for very similar things in this, this, this realm. But these dudes in Tibet, if anyone can do it, I do believe they can. Like if it is real at all, I believe these people would be the ones that know it. They tried the Swiss machine. And they said it 100% works. Oh, my God. They're like, it brought on visions of the Mandela and the feeling of their light being detached from their bodies. Oh, my God. What? Yes. Oh, I'm freaking. Let's go. Let's go use it. Yes. Ah! Um, I I don't have it. It seems very expensive. (laughs) Sarah, it's on your back pocket. What the fuck? I saw it too late to add it to the wedding registry, so we can't do it. Ah. Damn. Two years. A little late. (laughs) Anniversary gift, Clave. Okay, so... We're going to start talking about how to actually pro- actually project. But first, I want to give Aaron a couple minutes. Do you have any questions based on what we've said? Oh, yes. Ah! I have quite a few. I saw so. you writing and assumed. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the skeptic. <laughs> the skeptic side. <laughs> yes. The sinister skeptic. Mm-hmm. And these can be a big discussion between all of us. Just some things I was thinking of. I kind of did a little bit of research, too, to kind of, I guess, more on the side of disproving it. Yeah, give it a minute. Um, I guess my first question for all of us is that, like, whether we think it's, like, astral projection in general is maybe, like, over-commercialized almost. hundred percent. Oh, yeah. Like, when you look it up, like, there are classes you can take, things you can subscribe to. I mean, YouTube, you can go through and see everyone making all these videos that you can listen to. So, okay, we can agree that it definitely is. So I didn't know if that kind of disproves it more like, oh, it's, you know, if you take this class, if you pay this money, then you should be able to astral project. I agree. And like what Sarah, like you brought up earlier, like some people are born a shaman. Some people have to like learn. I don't think everyone can do it. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest as well. I, I think a lot of people get to step one of astral projection, and that is very difficult in itself. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But that, to me, is basically a stage where you are making yourself hallucinate to then create whatever, like, physical bonds in your brain to get to the next state of consciousness you need to, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think I almost look at astral projection now as, like, um, a ladder. So, like, I think they get to rung one. But, like, in order to say, like, you've truly actually projected, you've been to this collective unconscious that is piecemeal of everyone's stuff and you were able to like contact someone else or like find this note that to me is cool because we all saw it be written you know what I'm saying like yeah yes. so it is now mm-hmm. in our collective conscious and unconscious but I think most people they can kind of separate their soul from their body mm-hmm. but they don't like go I think they might just look at themselves or something like, okay. I think there's a way I don't know yeah I think too uh I feel like we're kind of dancing around it, but like to me, it's giving certain people a chance to really think they are holier than art thou and just like hoity-toity like, I can actually project, can you? And that's like, I think the commercialization part of it where you're kind of mm-hmm. like, yes, people are profiting off videos and doing all these things. Like this kind of reminds me of like cult leaders, to be honest. Like they just think that they are the fucking bee's knees and nobody can touch them. Oh, I was thinking... Um Sorry, I, I, it is overly commercialized in the fact that I think people are teaching it for not the right reasons. Yeah. Like that's kind of what yes. I'm going into it's the Eastern and Western. 
Yeah, it's no, it's no longer like we are going to fix things. We're going to find things out. We're going to work together. Like mm-hmm. it is basically like taking you out of your body, looking like yeah. Mm-hmm. But instead, now it is like look at this cool new um, trick you can do. Yeah. yeah, that's how I feel like it's being Agreed. sold, and it's also like you're not actually doing it because you're only getting to rung number one. I'm glad mm-hmm. you asked this because yeah. yes, yes, that is my opinion. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, the next question I had was there's really no like scientific way to determine like whether astral projection is an actual thing or not. So I wasn't sure if, you know, like, how do we know that astral projection is real and isn't just someone having a very vivid dream? So I was looking up a couple things. Um, my fellow doubter, Bob Bruce, president of the Queensland Skeptics Association, told Peter Fraser, reporter for the Sydney Morning Herald, that he thinks people who astral project are actually in a dream state. Quote, it's a figment of somebody's imagination. What they're doing is looking for coincidences, and basically they're verifying it for themselves. End quote. So if that didn't make you um, dislike Bruce, um, especially Sarah, I'm sure you won't like this quote. <laughs> to say Sarah's an asshole because that's personal. <laughs> no, it's like I hate Sarah Van Claver. No, um, but he does say, uh, "quote It's all in the same bag as UFOs and aliens and that sort of thing." And if people don't have that skeptical nature, then they're prepared to accept anything. End quote. Sheesh, Bruce. Bruce, I, you and I gonna have a real long chat because I think you have some really harbored resentment mm-hmm. who hurt you somebody's yes. an unbeliever that did feel uh feel like a specific attack for you though so sorry i'll stop writing <laughs> in fan mail thank you yes and then on healthline they mentioned that people who suffer from sleep disorders may also have dissociative symptoms and one of those symptoms is the feeling of leaving your body so i thought that was interesting so okay we're gonna do point counterpoint uh, have you mm-hmm. heard of well, oh, where am I going to start? No, I'll start here. Astral Projection Caper. It's a CIA experiment they did in 1973. Um, I think I have a couple notes on it. So, yes. Okay. I believe. I know the findings were a bit ambivalent, but some of them were close. And that makes me like, basically what they were doing is testing remote viewing, which I think is how, if you're trying to quantify astral projection, that would be the way to do it. Like, I'm sitting here eyes are closed, meditating. I can see that Morgan is putting like the loser sign on her forehead at me in two rooms away. Like that's Mm -hmm. what remote viewing is. Yeah. So either you are like looking through or your body has left and you can kind of maneuver in a different way. So yeah, they were using remote viewing and I think they were trying to have them like look at different military bases or something or find military bases. Yes. Apparently it was like from the west to the east coast of the U.S., so, like, very far away from each other, and they were supposed to look up different, like, codes or numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but from my findings, they, like, the numbers weren't accurate, so, which they kind of explained it off as, oh, it could be this, or it could be this reason, or, like, the different time-space dimensions might not have, mm-hmm. you know, added up. I don't know, but... So I know, I don't think the numbers one worked, but when they were trying to find locations, that one seemed to do pr- pretty well. Mm, okay. I don't know if that makes any difference or if the bar is just lower for that one, but <laughs> yeah, like maybe it's like he's within a hundred miles and it's like, we realistically know there's probably a military base right there. So yes. anyway, what was your last part of your question? Cause I remember being like, got something for that too. Um, I think just if 
um, it's if, if, if it's real versus if you're just having a very vivid dream, which we've kind of discussed and gone back and forth about anyway. Mm-hmm. But when you brought up the um, government study, I did think that that was another question I had because I was like, if this is real mm-hmm. and you could astral project, like, couldn't this be used as like some sort of power we could harness, like someone astral projecting into like a hostage situation, like mm-hmm. making sure like how many enemies are there, how many hostages are there, like yeah. what's the situation or even if like, someone's on- alive or dead. Yes. Or just using them as spies and like figuring all this shit out. Look at the map. Yes. But now, I mean, you brought up like the whole multiverse. Are we really in the same plane or not? Like, yeah. Also, I guess the only thing I want to push back is I think people who truly, truly, truly do this are the people who have been trying to do it for like 20 years. Yes. So like a big name you'll hear with astral projection is um, Madame Helena Blavatsky because she's the one who basically... She was a Russian aristocrat. Her dad was like um, a general or some shit. I don't know. But so she had her, she was wealthy. She's independently wealthy. She married this old dude. He also helped fund it. Super cool. Mm-hmm. She's, she's wealthy. What she's trying to do is, cause she's a little nerd as well. Hey, <laughs> she wants, her parents wanted her to go to a ball and then she's like, I'm not going. I refuse to go. And like, you're going to go meet a freaking boy. Like we're yeah. getting out. She put her foot in a pot of boiling water <gasps> She's like, I can't dance now. Like, she is so like, no, I'm going to do what I want to do. Oh, my goodness. Fuck, girl. So, yeah, she tried for, like, 20 years to get into Tibet to meet these monks and practitioners. And some of them had been doing this for, like, 40 years. Like, it takes a long time, yeah. I think, to actually do what would help the military, I, what they're whole, wanting. Ooh, yes. Sarah, that whole, what you did, like, rung one, and they think that's it. That's, I, that's like really hitting home with me the way you mm-hmm. describe that. So I, I think it's real. But again, I don't think what most people are doing is actually astral projecting because you, okay. mm-hmm. you can't climb a ladder yes. from one. Yeah. And really interesting too, because I was doing more of a deep dive into the um, this study because there are like documents. They were like uh, declassified like back in 2001, but you can find the documents online. There is one page that's missing that no one knows why. Like. CIA doesn't say anything about it. It's been cleansed. Yeah. Oh, my other thing I was going to say is, I again think it is that is not the purpose of actually projecting because I think it's more about energies and vibrations. See, like the not even commercial, but like it's it's got to have a fucking negative spin put on it now, or like well, because even what we're talking about, we're almost getting it comes down to what you really think actual projection is, and like the because remote viewing would be actually projecting like sending your consciousness to a distinct purposeful location mm-hmm. whereas from like the eastern teachings that i'm understanding it's more so supposed to be like everyone's like positive energies are meeting in one area mm-hmm. and like you're bringing i like that version a lot God. yeah mm-hmm. it's i've been reading a lot about like vibrations i thought it was all bunk at first but it kind of starts to make sense yeah like when yeah. you're anxious and you hum yeah mm-hmm. it makes you feel better because the and like when you yeah. hum and mm-hmm. do the tap so yeah i think possibly yeah, the Western is like, oh shit, we can use this for our military. And yeah. It's like, it's not working. It's not real. It's like, I think it is real, but it's possible. That's not what you're supposed to do with it. That's not yeah. its intended use. They didn't yeah. use the right approach. My key fob is not going to work on a 1920 yeah. car. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. That does kind of go into another question I have, but there's a different question and some information I'll get to first. Okay. Um, Basically, I was just wondering if astral projection could be like an underlying symptom of a disorder. Um, 
So I have, I found a couple interesting studies. Uh, according to a 2017 study conducted in France, 210 patients who um, suffered with vestibular disorders reported some feelings of dizziness. And out of those patients, 14% reported out-of-body experiences. And then there was another 5% of patients um, that didn't have um, that dizziness that had stated they'd also had an out-of-body experience before. So some patients felt like their body had been in a tunnel, um, while others returned to their body, quote, like in an envelope from the top, end quote. Um, and the vestibular system is what helps us, like, with our sense of balance and our spatial orientation. Um, so is it, you know, really crazy to think that if someone does have their vestibular system damaged, that that could affect, you know, their brains perceiving their spatial awareness, too. Yeah. Oh, hold your butts. Okay. Okay. Are they talking about out-of-body experiences or astral projection? Because they are very... This is where I started to understand there is a big difference. So out-of-body experiences, those can happen um, without trying. Okay. And those are, I think, a lot more jarring for people. And those are linked to some mental illnesses. Whereas astral projection is like you are sitting and you are making a conscious effort to do it. That, to my knowledge, has not been linked. Unless that study, okay. what you're saying, is they had them sit and do the whole thing. I don't think so. It might ju- might have just been an out-of-body experience. But it, so. it, should, it is something that seems like you could try to measure it. Like, it, it sounds like a valid study to, like, to give kind of a reason as to why to try to see if it's the same. To yeah. see if these people can actually project. I almost feel like there needs to be, like, an umbrella. Like, out-of-body <laughs> experience, and then there's, like, a bunch of different things that fall down. Because that confused me so much. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I may still actually be butchering it. I'm so sorry. But it seems like it it wouldn't exactly be the same. Because mental illness, like, the dissociative, what's it called? Well, actually, it's been linked to, I think, a brain cancer as well. But dissociative, um, ba, 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 ba. I didn't write it. That would be so nice. There's some kind of identity disorder that it's linked to as well. Yes. Okay. No, but that makes more sense that out-of-body experience would be different than just having the astral project so mm-hmm. i mean I know. full transparency like i've had a panic attack and it felt very out of body yeah. like it felt it was weird it was weird yeah, yeah. but i but the time would like, see that's the thing is i felt very unsafe not good very bad i knew it was, what was happening was bad when all these times that I've been, quote, trying to astral project, like, I have felt absolutely zero stress. Mm-hmm. Like, the only stress I had was when I was kind of, like, coming out of it. And I was like, wait, this isn't fucking right. And where the fuck is Wes? It was more, though, like, well, huh, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> Let's figure yeah. this out. It wasn't, like, panic, panic, panic. Yeah. How did you feel after you woke up from that specific experience? Because it kind of goes into my next uh, say, Honestly, the same mind awake body okay. asleep like i my body was good i yeah. felt it was like any mo- emotions like as you were like remembering everything or i just kind of laughed okay. like pff, whoa yeah. like and it was just again it just felt different than a dream so i was it was more like was that like what i thought it was that supposed to be my life like it was it had me it left me like questioning yeah mm-hmm. not confused yeah. just like questioning Mm -hmm. because I was researching like 
is astral projection safe? So mm-hmm. kind of going into more of those, like maybe ne- a more of a negative spin on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Love it. And people putting those negatives out there. Um, according to Healthline, the dissociation that comes after astral projecting or um, I guess having an out-of-body experience can lead to feelings of emotional distress that can linger. So I was like, God forbid everyone just looking up like, you know, Google MD, like what do I have? What's going on? Yeah. Um, I can so see I, that. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting, like with your experience. Um, and then this is something that was from like a Netflix show and I cannot remember the name of it. It came out a couple of years ago. I haven't watched it, but it was brought up in a couple of different articles I was reading that, you know, if you're astral projecting and say, you know, there's multiple people doing it, could you go into someone else's body? Hell, you know let's I mean? try it, bro. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Or you had mentioned too, like getting like stuck in a plane like is that even a possibility i didn't find anything about that but these are just random questions yes random um, thoughts from through my brain what i understand there is a silver cord like a silver ethereal cord that is attached somehow to your spirit to your body so you can pull that all the way back home yep okay so then there would be no way someone could do that it seems like while we are living we have somehow done something to this body and was like Dibs. Like, I hate this word just because of the movie uh, Us, but tethered. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. a tether. Like, you... I don't remember seeing anything physically tied to me, but, like, I, I, I think it, it was more of a sense of security that I knew it wasn't going to last. But it wasn't scary. It was just like, okay, like, bye. It's yeah. a weird thing. Well, basically, it sounds like... um. Your soul imprinted on this body because it's not going to leave it no matter like how far you roam. It yep. literally is like, no, no, no. We already like collected all the bits. We like this body. This is ours. It'll go back. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it somehow does it. I don't know. Okay. I did, however, listen to a podcast where they discussed astral projection and they have mentioned like they, people say don't do things like that because it leaves your body vulnerable for demons and things like that. They've, like, taken it akin to, like, a Ouija board. And it's like, eh, I don't... Uh, to me, it's totally different, but at the same time, I think their concerns are valid. Yeah. But... Yeah. I went on a Reddit, a Reddit thread about that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are very stark camps in Astral Project. I don't know why I'm surprised anymore that there's always... very stark like whoa i didn't know there was such a divide here um yes i read some like that like you are leaving your body open and there was also the other side that was like this is nothing but fear mongering from the the side that doesn't understand our way of thinking i was like whoa 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 like again who hurt you a lot of feelings can we not have a fake candlelight um recording in chat okay yeah wow so i don't know it looks like Maybe there's like a 2% chance that something could go wrong, but 98 looks great. Yeah. Yeah. The odds, the odds aren't terrible. Um, I'm, no. No. I'm, no. I'm ready. Plus, yeah. it'd be great content for our podcast if any of us got possessed. So, like, no. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there's any. We're going to be cool. Here's the thing. Normally, I'd vote Aaron, but I she is the glue. So, like, I vote. To be possessed? Yeah. Oh. I would <laughs> well, have... granted, I did try. If the video you're talking about was the one you sent in our group chat, I did 
I tried listening to it. I just passed out because I was just I tired. don't know if it's the same one I sent, but I... Uh, I think it's the same lady, though, and it's oh. so funny because she... Like, it totally took me out of it anyway. So anyways, I fell asleep, but right beforehand, she's, like, describing how your body should be and, like, you need to relax, yeah. like, sink into the bed. And she's, like, mentioning the different areas of her body, your shoulders, yeah. your back, and then she says your bum cheeks. Yeah. And I yeah. died. Yeah. I... It's, like... <laughs> Almost midnight. I'm laughing out loud. Like Megan's probably like, "What the fuck is, she is happening?" <laughs> yeah. And I busted out laughing. I'm like, "No." She does. And relax your bum. Bum cheeks. And I said, "No." She not just say bum cheeks. Yes. Definitely took me out of it. So maybe there's a different one I should listen to, unless she just says bum cheeks all the time. Honestly, I don't know. I can't remember. I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm at the point where now I'm like, just take me away. Yeah. But it reminded me more of like. To me, I sometimes listen to, like, ASMR to help me fall asleep. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where, like, how, it, like, what it reminded me of. Like, yeah. I was just using it to just relax. Fall, fall asleep and relax. Like, I got through after that. I mean, I I don't know when I fell asleep. Yeah. Like, I was trying to listen to it because I knew that was the whole point. Like, mm-hmm. trying to stay, stay awake. awake. Yep. Nope. I just passed out. Yep. It's very relaxing. It's hard. Yes. But yeah, those were those are my like questions, concerns about about it. I think I'm still on more of the skeptic side. Like I just don't, and maybe I'm just one of those people who like will never be able to astral project. We'll see. Yeah, I I will say this. Like talking about it like this for my, <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my god, the way we are describing them, it's fucking Stranger Things. It's like in the final I, season when when what's the upside face? down? Yeah, or when the doctor's like. You can't take her to level five yet. She's not ready. And they were like, we have to take her to level five now. And they put her in. It was very dangerous. That's just what I, that's just exactly what I thought of. Poor L. Poor L. Poor L. I'm ready for that shit to be done, though. End it. Let's end it. I'm ready to see the end of it. Fucking, whatever the bad guy's name is, scares, he's ugly. Vecna? Yeah, bro. <laughs> shit. He's ugly as fuck. Okay. Are you guys ready to trip fantastic and see the other side? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So listeners, you are welcome to find your own guided astral projection meditation. But if you like the sound of my voice, allow me to give you a few tips. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And these are techniques to enhance the experience. First, we need to set the mood. Look around yourself. How is the space that you're in? You need to make sure that you are somewhere that you can be free from distractions. So no kids or pets that will need your attention, no cell phones, no TVs playing in the background. Needs to be, yeah, really chill. Space should also have a good vibe. Things Things that enhance said vibe would be green leafy plants, specifically, specifically, Rosemary, jasmine, aloe vera, and orchid. These are all known to increase positivity. Oh, love it. Bonus points for fresh cut flowers. Peep, we got that here. Check, check, mm-hmm. check. Um, but if the plants aren't real, it's also acceptable to burn incense or essential oils to get the desired effect. I think we're also doing that, so check. We are. Feel free to let the smells of lavender, cinnamon, valerian, pine, or jasmine permeate the air. I think we uh, <clears throat> have lavender. I may have mixed it myself. <laughs> we did. We did. Also, you're going to want to look at the feng shui of the area. Oh, yes. And this practice allows you to reach balance. So doors and windows should not be blocked by furniture. This is going to allow for a free flow of energy throughout the room. 
The placement of light fixtures also makes a difference in energies, so instead you should opt for candles. The gentle flickering light makes for a great background for meditation and projection. We got Check. that too. Perfect. <laughs> it's romantic as hell in here. <laughs> um, here is the big disclaimer that I don't know why is needed, but it was mentioned in the book Astral Projection by Kimberly Moon. So if you're going to burn scented candles, don't also burn incense or essential oils. Got it. Hmm. Yes. It okay. will... Um, Fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. It's too much. It's I'm just sorry. too much. It's not oh. going to have a calming effect. It gets to be too much. Ah. Huh. If you have any crystals, that is also a great addition to astral projection as they project higher vibrations. So now your space should essentially be my ideal afternoon. <laughs> Quiet house, natural sense, candles, crystals. So now we're going to get comfortable and focus on our breathing. You should be sitting in a relaxed position. This could be on a couch or floor. And if you're on the floor, you can use pillows to get better situated. You should start to close your eyes and focus on your breathing. Yes, only your breathing. Bro, don't tell me. I'm about to, I'm about to zoot over here. <laughs> when your mind wanders, that's cool. Just go back to your breathing. Some people like to count how long their breaths are. Others just think the words inhale when they take air in, exhale when they breathe out. Inhale, exhale. It keeps your mind on your breathing. I like right before this, you said you wouldn't be good at this, but I think you are. <laughs> my eyes are closed. I know, yeah. I'm a sunny lens, you can't see, but my eyes are closed. And I'm just, okay. I'm chilling. <laughs> Slowly fill your lungs with air, then let it back out. Always go back to your breathing. You need your body to be extremely relaxed, almost disconnective and in a meditative, hypnagogic state, almost your sleeping state. So your body should feel very relaxed, but your brain, we're still in there cooking, thinking about breathing. Once there, you may enter into a vibrational stage. It can be intense, but it's cool. It's cool. We're staying cool. We're calm and we are breathing. This is actually a very good thing. It means that you are on the next step of your journey. So relax, keep breathing. At some point, these vibrations could become pleasurable, or so I am told. Oh my god. <laughs> Actually, not like that kind of pleasurable. I just thought it'd be funny. So. Uh -huh. This is why I cannot do the full. <laughs> you were so good. I guess good if you cut out my jokes. <laughs> you were so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a okay. euphoric... Just mentally, not mm -hmm, kind of pleasure. Um, no, so the some people talk, like I said, like it's like their eyes are vibrating or parts of their skin. Mm -hmm. And at first it's really uncomfortable. And then it, as you, again, relax, you would like acknowledge that this is, this is good. This is the start of it. It eventually becomes like really comforting. Okay. And it mm -hmm. is pleasurable. Like not in like a, yeah, whatever way. It's more just like, this is nice. All right. All right. We're doing it. We're breathing. We're vibrating. This is cool. Some people talk about it's because you are quiet and calm, you are actually feeling the vibrations your body normally has. Whoa. Yes, but you kind of tune them out with everything else going on. Kind of like if it's in a really quiet room, you can hear your heartbeat and it's freaky. This is yeah. not freaky. This is like, ooh, we do this all the time. What? If we don't like it, let's climb that ladder. Let's switch it. I've never heard my heartbeat. Yeah, I don't think most people do. You're not supposed to. Okay. That scared me. No, these are like super quiet rooms, like 
completely bad. Okay, okay, okay. Um, sorry, we're back into it. We're back into it. So, you've passed the uncomfortable vibrational phase. Now we're calm. It's nice. This is what it's supposed to feel like. I need you to start visualizing. So, visualize small moments without actually doing them. Some people may start by visualizing themselves flexing their arm. Allow yourself to focus on the details of that motion. Or if you raised your arm, you want to feel the air as you put it back down into place. This visual visual action should feel as real as possible. And once you get those small movements down, you can start to work towards bigger movements, like standing up, moving your legs, walking around the house that you're in. So now you're calm, you visualized your surroundings, your... Um, your setting is set in your brain. Now you are ready to separate your astral body from your physical body. It's going to take a lot of concentration. Some people remove their toes first and move their way up the body. Others pretend to pull themselves out of the bodies by a rope overhead, like a gym class rope. Mm. Aaron, I can see you doing that one. <laughs> like legs That's out. Vision. Pure abs, just yeah. <laughs> yes. You just have to believe in whatever method you choose. So if you like the idea of like slowly standing up out of yourself, that's an option, whatever you need. Now you're out. You can look back at yourself, look around the house, whatever you want to do. And listeners, this is where Aaron, Morgan, and I are going to step away and attempt to actually project and then come back to you and let you know what happens. Ladies, Andrew has written a number on a piece of paper, and it will be sitting on this table as a challenge. Ooh. If we can actually project and see it, that would be pretty groovy. But if not, let's just chill for 30 minutes. Yeah, cool. And it okay. is for sure 1 through 10. Yes. Okay. If it's not, I will... <laughs> well, we'll find out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Maybe that'll be the true test. Yes. <laughs> we'll be back. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was relaxing. That was. To say the least. Yes. What'd you say? Morgan, mind to sleep, body to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I was ready. I was ready for for just for it to really, really work. And instead my body was like, "Mm, you may wanna you may want to. But I think the uh, video we watched I don't think I was expecting, excuse me. Yeah, she you was, can hear we're very chill. <laughs> she kind of talked through like, you know, go feel your, your mouth, relax your face, blah, blah, blah. I didn't expect her to like bring us back. I kind of thought she'd just be like, and go explore. Mm-hmm. So like when she was bringing us back, I was like, oh, wait, I don't know if I'm ready. Yeah. Like, I was like, wait, no, no, no. I want to, I want to keep trying. Yeah. So first and foremost... Thumbs up if you felt something. Um, I just felt the the vibrational part, and I that kept like making me like I did not take my own advice. Like go with it; it's good. I was like, yeah. that's weird. Yes. Nope. Yeah. Like I felt like my tongue was tingling, my lips were tingling, my cheeks, and I was like, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> so I didn't really have like a vibration, but when she got, she like was like, you know, relax, relax, relax. Got to the right hand. And when she, as soon as she switched to the second, it felt like there was like strings connecting my fingers 
and like weight on me but mm. like kind of tingly but like oh like pressure and it stayed there the whole time interesting because i kept trying i was like do i get up like can i can i get up like yeah but my, it wouldn't let, i couldn't get up no i tried i tried really hard yes I felt like my mind was just like yelling at myself, like, come on, you can do this, Aaron. I know, literally. Lift your okay, arm. Yes, Lift your arm. yes. I was like, just scooch past your Aaron, just scooch past her. It's fine. And no, no. I I no. couldn't get up. I did not actually project, no. I uh I did have I did I was like, I bet the number's blank. And I was like, no, Morgan, that's not astral projecting. That's guessing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we I, did introspect. So what number do we think Clave wrote? I, I think have, it's four. Okay. I had a lot of numbers come to me. And normally I'd be like, ooh, let's go with guess number one. But I think it's six. I think it's eight. Four, six, eight. <clears throat> Who do we appreciate? <laughs> do you know what I did see, though? <clears throat> I kept having a weird visual of um, a bunch of pieces of paper cut in circles and then you fold the circle in half and you staple the top of one, bottom of the other, and it kept going top and bottom, top and bottom. Oh, that's weird. That's it was weird. weird. No. Should I look and see what the number is? Yeah, let's sure, see it. Yeah. Oh my god. Stop. It was not one through ten. Oh, was it? <laughs> 2014. <laughs> well. Thank you, Blaine. <laughs> All right, well, we... That's hilarious. Yep. Okay, so we've, we've, we failed a little bit, won a little but bit. But that it's really fine. would have been the test. That would have been enough. <laughs> that would have been the true test. Sarah, you lived. We came and sat down. Sarah, you lied. It was, it's four digits. I would have lost it, actually. Like, did you get up? Because I didn't feel anyone get up. No. No. That's, it, yeah. So, okay. Well, I mean... So what do we think about astral projection? <sighs> Obviously, we, we did not do it. But that makes mm-hmm. sense because we probably weren't... It takes a lot. Yeah. Concentration, a lot of training. It takes a lot of practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great meditation. Mm-hmm. A great relaxation. I don't know if it's anything more than that, but I'm willing to keep trying. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll try it. Again, I think I'll just fall asleep. I'm leaning more towards it's still like a really vivid, crazy dream that you're having, but really interesting, all the stuff you brought up. Yeah. And true, like you had said, it probably takes like a while to even get it down like yeah. this sounds like years and years yes and to me that sounds like a lot of work so it sounds like more work than I'm willing to do yeah. Yeah. yeah so if it's real I don't think I don't think it'll be for me but I will yeah. meditate it feels nice yeah, yeah. the mm-hmm. relaxing a- aspect of it I was like oh bitch okay mm-hmm. Rosalie talk to me Ooh. so but listeners what do you think yeah have we made any good arguments they're like oh, that could be it that could yeah. be it or not Mm. The choice is yours. Yes. (laughs) Um, So listeners, if you have had any of those experiences or you try it out, why not shoot us an email, a message, let us know at SinisterSunrisePodcast at gmail.com. I'm sure that's something that Sarah with dreams and interpreting those, depending on how they go, that would be pretty cool to see and hear about. Um, You can check us out on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Sinister Sunrise Podcast, um, TikTok, Sinister underscore sunrise underscore podcast if you liked this episode um give us a rating and review on apple Podcasts. we would greatly appreciate it um yeah and let us know if there are any other interesting topics you want us to dive into i never thought we would do astral projection this one was really fun Mm -hmm. like a really cool topic to dive into so yeah um 
I think that's it, guys. Salut. Yeah. Stay sinister. Bye. Keep breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys.